Hey, yo, are you ready, man? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. excited about this beer i've been excited I've, I've had it already for a few days but refused to drink it until we were here and i wish i was i've been going you know i go to like different breweries every weekend and it always loses my mind to just hey you should grab one like just grab a go to go beer and it's usually i'm usually scrambling for beer um what, what are you drinking though so i'm drinking dogfish head festina Peche, I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know how to say it, but it's a peach sour. Oh, okay. And and it's phenomenal. It's so it good. So, up? Yes. So yeah, yeah. I'm 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 not disappointed. So it's a um I was doing my normal, my weekly rounds trying to decide uh on a beer for the pod, and then they had a uh a dogfish sampler, which oh, isn't okay. the most common thing. Yeah. And um, so it had this, it had the 60 minute IPA, um, which is a classic. It's one of my favorite IPAs. And then it had Sequench, which is, I, that's always like the starter sour that I always recommend people. It's so freaking good. It's very it's so solid. It's so solid. They have it in Tall Boys now it, too. It's, uh, I know it's that good. It, yeah. It's one of my favorites. I love the Sequench. It's, re- it's refreshing. So I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and get that. Um, and that's like Regina's favorite beer. So I'm like, so that, that'll give her something also, but this particular one, this peach one, it was only available in the, uh, in the sampler. So I'm like, that's dope. got to do that. So it's, it's really, really good. It's, it's, it's not too strong. Like it doesn't, it's not too much of a punch, but it's enough in there. It's like 4.5%, but in the, like you get the peach vibes, like you get a lot of the peach vibes without it tasting like juice or something like that like i dig it man that's exciting five out of five five out of five Um, that's good i got a what you got an ipa from it's called tups t-u-p-p-s brewery it's out of mckinney Mm -hmm. mckinney texas um a little heavier 7.1 uh 7.1 um it's okay it's it's an ipa it's it's everybody's ipa um the can is, is pretty interesting. It has a lot of just like cool facts on it as like a malt profile, a hot profile. This one's like high in fruit, citrus, floral. Um, so everything you want to say in a beer snob conversation. Uh, but it's pretty good. Perfect. It's just it's a good, solid IPA. I like when they do that. I like whenever they tell you a little bit about, about well, what edu- it is. And educate a little bit. Yes. Give me some education because I'm, if I drink a lot of different beer, but don't know anything about it, that's just alcoholism. So like, <laughs> give me a little bit of education so that's that true. I can actually describe it. Cause then you're a connoisseur. Like if you just drink a bunch of wine and you don't know, you're a wino. Yeah. You're, 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 you're Johnny Depp. But if Maybe. you, um, but if you, if you can describe it, then you're a connoisseur. So like, no one's ever going to judge you whenever you bust out with the, yeah, you know, with no the one's reading notes. Bud, Bud Light or 
you know, MD 2020 or uh, OE labels because there's nothing on them one, but like they don't have any, any interesting facts on them. I like that. I like that concept of of <laughs> you're, you're a connoisseur if you know if you have something to talk about with it because most cans do have something, especially craft beer. Um, yeah. But it kind of reminded me of like you know, is it is it now or later's or what's the or Laffy Taffy that has like the jokes on there? Yeah. Uh, I think that's some dope. beer beer people should do that. Just put jokes on the beer. Like that's just like a cool thing to do. That is cool. I don't remember who it was, but I remember there was a beer that had um. Under the bottle cap, they had something. Oh yeah, and is it? It was in Lone Star, was it? Or maybe not. It was something very like widespread. It wasn't, you know, a, like a like that. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something. It was something like that. I don't know. What well, we'll say, it's Lone Star, and just not check the facts. Right. I'm I'm comfortable just putting that on them without saying that. Um, <laughs> right. But I, I I do like that concept. They need to have a Laffy Taffy. Actually, Martin House will come out with a Laffy Taffy Sour probably by next weekend, so we'll be able to test that out. Yeah, if not, like, they probably already have it there already. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, they should do, like, you know, like golden ticket things, like off of – that's probably how to get bottles back. We were talking about not drinking bottles. That's how you get bottles yeah. back into the mix is you got to put a game into it to where uh, you got to find the magic bottle or the golden po- bottle cap. I you love win. to see, like, we're, we're, we're dropping just – multi-million dollar ideas out here that are just free for the taking yeah um so and i don't know somebody needs same to capitalize on that take, same old take thing. advantage of that and do it every this day. Is what we do yeah that's right i mean just the whole podcast in general just basically uh multi-million dollar ideas it's basically what we should have called it instead of the old yeah <laughs> just a series of good ideas see but this way ideas, then, so yeah. it's a little it's a little bit under the rug um I don't maybe we have our episode name but uh but yeah that's that's pretty much what we do is we just crank out the good ideas um it's, it's how we live life you know oh but yeah, yeah I mean, me- mentioning the pod man you had um I like what you were talking about and kind of um what you're bringing up to me earlier yeah man uh I was you know in a, at an event and at a some coworkers around us and you know they were one of them came up to me and was like, Hey, I've been listening to your podcast. And I was like, Oh, wow. Like one, thanks. And uh, there is one of you at least. So uh, (laughs) you could, uh, you know, be thankful for that, but you just, you know, started talking about it a little bit. It was just kind of took me aback as far as like, Oh yeah, he actually said good things about it. He liked it. Uh, And kind of just, I've had that interaction, you know, not that entirely, but like just little comments here and there. So definitely wanted to, to shout out some people um who have been just kind of accepting and kind of you know keep on doing it like y'all are doing a good job it's getting better and better uh the feedback's always great especially if it's positive feedback uh any negative feedback keep to your keep to yourself uh i don't want to hear it i'm sensitive (laughs) yeah my uh my uh my pastor already hears all the all the confessions he didn't want to hear me (laughs) crying over over a stupid podcast um Anyways, uh, so I had a few people. I had like a list of people I wanted to shout out. And if I don't say your name, I'm definitely sorry because I'm real bad about uh, remembering stuff. But uh, definitely Billy. Billy is who I talked to, you know, at the at the party. Uh, give him a shout out. Jake, Nick, Aubrey, uh, Manny, John, Jess, Tim, Sierra, Lobo, Gip, Ryan Gip, you know, both of our boys. 
Uh, and then my better half, homie. Uh, yeah, the homie, my better half, Mandy, of course, too. I'm putting up with everything that we have to deal with, uh, as far as the podcast in general and me talking about it all the time. She definitely, uh, is a trooper. So yeah, man, that's just kind of a group of people who've just been nice and been saying kind things about it. Uh, appreciate y'all. I love that. I appreciate it from all those people. And the next week I'm going to do my, my list as well. I'm just going back over it because there's it's cool whenever you get, and I know you've already had this too. We've kind of talked about it a little bit. Whenever somebody just randomly messages you, they don't even frame it as pod or anything like related to it. They just start talking about your take on whatever it was. Yeah. And I'm like, I appreciate that. It means like you were, you didn't just hit play and then go to sleep or whatever it is. It's like you, you yeah. really listen to it and like and and I dig that. It's a cool feeling and it's cool getting the getting the support. And and again, I'll have my uh, yeah. my my shout outs ready for next week because I definitely how do you not have this in how do you not have this in Kanye's top five? Like that's ridiculous. Like it's yeah. be, it's his best song. You just not in your top five. Uh, if we ever slander anybody, any the any artists, then there's yeah. always a little bit of a rebuttal there. Yeah. I hate listening over to and just hearing like, oh man, that was a bad take. I do actually like that person. Uh, but I'll stand by the J. Cole stuff though. Yeah, I stand by that as well. Um, yeah, man, that being said, there's a, a lot of music stuff kind of kind of yeah. going on, popping off um left and right, a lot of different, uh, a lot of different news. Like I didn't really want to get into it too, too much, but one of the things just to kind of reference it. The, the whole situation that's going on with with YSL, which is Young Thug and Gunna. Like, yeah. I don't keep up with it that much and I don't intend to, to give it a whole lot of time, but they were facing a, a whole slew of charges. And um, I hope everything turns out right for the people that it needs to turn out right for. It's like, I don't know them enough to, to it's like, I don't know what they do in their personal lives. And like, I've seen positive things that they've done. Like I've seen, um, I remember seeing, uh, thug and and gonna like paying people's like bails and stuff like that they were they were yeah. like you know out of their own pocket to to do some kind of philanthropic type stuff yeah, and that's dope thug, and it's thug like had a lot of stuff around atlanta too that was just like for for the community for the people um yeah as bad as all that stuff that they're you know saying that they're part of and stuff like that there's people that depend on them so that that kind of sucks in, in that aspect yeah. as far as like getting kids and you know wives and stuff involved and parents and all that yeah all the people that are around people on the cruise and stuff like that like you think about the tours and how many people are uh yeah. involved in that and, and they eat off all, all that and it's like you hate for something like that to happen now that's also the responsibility of the artist to make sure that they don't do anything that's going to get that they're going to get caught up in later right um but you know so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a street dude or anything like that like i'm not trying to comment or speak on that because hopefully everything turns out um, right. as positive as, uh, as required for the situation. Uh, think, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Now that being said Thanks. for other, other legal matters, I was going to say, speaking um, of exposing people. Yeah. So Nike suing stock X for, okay. Like I didn't realize, like, I didn't really realize that they already had kind of like some existing lawsuits having yeah. to deal with like this NFT vault thing. Yeah. Like, are you it's familiar with weird. that aspect of it? Yeah, I've heard, you know, rumblings about that. But then I definitely saw the news uh, this week about, you know, StockX or Nike purchasing fake Nikes from StockX and kind of 
I don't know, calling them out on not right. being so legit. Uh, but I know they had past things that that Nike didn't like the NFT things. And then, I mean, in general, like you're basically reselling their shoes at a at a higher amount. So you would think that they have like a case trying to kind of build up to where it's trying to get them off like the, the resale market. Like I'm sure they don't love it. Like I'm sure Nike has a a banked resale Nike app ready just to, you know, flour, flourish and StockX kind of like corner the market on that stuff. So um, who knows what that, that's going to be. I was like, Nike has to have something in like just in the tuck. It's like, you know, a Nike version of StockX to where basically they allow their people who bought off Nike to resell off Nike, uh, you know, and they can take a cut from it. Just, you know, making money hand over fist, you know? Yeah. Like there has to be stuff like that. And it's one of those things where, like reselling, like I've heard Kanye talk about um, about reselling, and he was just like, I don't see that money. He was like, it doesn't help me at all whenever they they flip a $220 pair of Yeezys for $1,000, especially like early whenever whenever the 350s first um, debuted. But, um, you know, but it was kind of also like it didn't, it didn't hurt him either. But whenever there's fakes out there, it's like that's directly impacting your bottom line. So, like, yeah, I and I wonder, it, but, I wonder with the with the sellout stuff if it would sell out if it wasn't for the the resellers, you know, like they make like because the, the answer to that is like why don't you just make you know a lot more so everybody can get them and then you you know would make so much money. But there's a point to where they know resellers are going to take half of their inventory and then just resell it, and so you're basically if you try to stop them, you're basically taking half your inventory that's going to be bought by resellers. So it's kind of like a give and take of it's weird. You want resellers yeah. to buy them, but you don't want them to resell them. Uh, Cause they're, I mean, I don't know. There's enough people out there that want them on their feet. Yeah. Cause it creates a hype and stuff. And like, I get it. And now I'm not, I fall into the hype sometimes because a lot of times the hype matches the quality and it's like, if they are rare, that's, that's part of the flex of, of sneakers and, and plenty of like collectible type things. But, um, like, I don't do it just solely on that, but like, I'll, you know, I'm always looking for deals and, and whatever it is too. And I, like, I also like the idea of sleepers, um, just yeah. where it's like, you have that thing where it's like other people see, you know, other sneakerheads see your shoes and they're just like, you know, I, I dig that. that. That's dope. I didn't even see that one drop. And it's like, yeah. And I got that at, a, at an outlet for, you know, 50% off or whatever. Like that's, yeah. that's just cool. And it's more cost effective, but like, in they force out a little bit of the, you know, they force out the the limited release and stuff in order to yeah. do it. Cause if they sat on the shelves, then, then it's, you know, they have to hit that sort of, yeah, that middle ground. Like you said, that balance sort of thing. It's like you know, destroying the monster you built because it helped build yeah. you and it helps the hype and it helps the, the hype of everything that comes along with a shoe drop. And without that, I mean, you kind of just have another shoe. So uh, it's like yeah, it's a double-edged sword to where you, you don't want it to stop it and you don't want people to uh, take advantage uh, and monetize your stuff. But, man, that's just the game. Like, I mean, people have been doing that forever with not just shoes, everything, you know? They're all, yeah, they're always going to do that. That, but That's also one thing that I like about, about Yeezys because, like, Kanye kept saying that, like, he wanted it to be where everybody could get them. And obviously, even 220 like for us for like Yeezys, like that sounds like a i mean that's a steal being able to get them at, yeah. at retail 220 230 a yeah. lot of people are like 
probably like, I'm not trying to spend $230 on those shoes. And it's like, okay, whatever that, that aspect aside, I like how, like what he's done, particularly with the three fifties where there's just like mad colorways. There's so many of them that you may not even know one until you see somebody like walking around with it. And I'm like, that's cool. Cause that kind of, that that's, that's cool with the culture. Cause it's like, they, they may not have had, even if they bought it resale, they may have paid $20 over resale or something like that. You know what I mean? Cause it wasn't the most hyped colorway, but it ends up being one of the coolest ones. And yeah. then, yeah, you I mean, just, you could just always just it. flex on, I mean, getting a fit off or, you know, something to where it's just like, I'm going to make this, you know, cool. A lot of people just kind of wear things, just kind of make them cool anyways. It's kind of like what celebrities do yeah. with all this hype stuff anyways. Like, it's not the nicest looking things, but they make it and they make it look cool on whatever fit they got off. Uh, and then you're just like, ah, I think I can pull that off. I'll do the same thing with like whatever I have and, and make it kind of replicate, replicate it a little bit. Uh so I don't know, man, that whole, that whole Nike, uh, stock X thing, it's curious to see what kind of comes about, but it's probably going to get caught up in some legal thing and we'll probably hear the outcome of it and then we'll move on to the next thing. Yeah. It'll just go. Cause it's like, I do think it's going to hurt stock X, at least in the meantime, like for, for people, but generally, I mean, it's only going to be like real sneakerheads that are on there. I would think, I don't yeah. know how many like casual, people are going on there for that type of stuff. Have you ever bought anything from StockX? Um, no, I don't think so. I think I, I might have I think I might have sold some uh some Pharrell, the human made uh one of his shoes. I think I sold one of those yeah. off StockX. Um but I haven't bought anything from it. I was always just like scared of just getting fakes and wasting my money cuz I like my money. Uh and I don't like want to be bamboozled. Yeah, I don't want to get I don't want to get taken like that. And it's like I've I've got I've got a couple um things that I've got off of like Grailed, which is a bit has more of like a peer-to-peer classified yeah. ad sort of vibe to it. And I've ordered shoes off a of goat a couple times. And like my whole thing with, with StockX is that it just seems so big and they were like so adamant about their authentication process. But like I've heard like horror stories where they're like, Yeah, we have to authenticate, you know. 10 pairs of shoes in, in 15 minutes or whatever. And like, they have like their quota to authenticate. So it's like, they're going to, the fakes are going to get through. And yeah. And like, some of the yeah, fakes I, are like legit, like good fakes. Like there's, it's hard to, you gotta, you know, basically be like tearing it up a little bit to kind of figure out that you're, it's a fake sometimes. Um, yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy how good they've gotten with some fakes. Like everybody knows the little things here and there, like especially like on Yeezys, they know what to look for now. Um, yeah, little stitching things and whatever yeah, it is pretty crazy that it's always going to be someone trying to one-up the next person on trying to do counterfeit stuff like they do the stock x tags where yeah. they like sell authentic stock x tags now so basically you put that on your shoe you show it to somebody and it's just like oh yeah it's authenticated and it's just like no nah, you just bought the tag it's like that doesn't mean anything um yeah, it's crazy that's... it's crazy what people will do to kind of get that coin maybe it'll like keep StockX on the up and up, like whether they win or lose the lawsuit, which I don't even know if Nike cares about winning necessarily. Right. It's just this, the look this, of it. The, yeah. This could just be a character assassination because they showed like four or five different pairs of shoes that they had. that were all fakes. Like yeah. I don't remember what shoes they were, like some Jordans and something else. It's like, Oh, that's, that does suck. 
And and it's also going to be like one of those things where it's a pure volume thing as well. Like, because what if it's only 1%? Like people, people take risks like that all the time where they're like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, the, there's a 1% chance of this going bad. I think I'll take my chances. And yeah, I was kind of thinking about the whole process. I wonder if they had somebody who just weekly ordered StockX stuff looking for that thing. Like basically he yeah. finally, he kind of finally got five and he was like, all right, we got five. Let's, let's put it out. Well, yeah. Now. Was that out of 500 orders? Cause it's like, that's, that's yeah. not that, that's, you know, it's going to happen. There's going to be a certain amount where you're kind of like, you know, chalk it up to the game where there's going to be a, a slight margin of error. Everything has a slight margin of error to yeah. a certain extent. You know what I mean? It's so, and it's not I like know, Nike man. didn't have the shoes, like some fake shoes probably in their, in their warehouse, you know, like they could easily switch them out and been like, these are fake. And just, you know, did an unboxing. And it was like, uh, we got this from StockX just now, see what they look like. Uh, so it's kind of hard to believe, especially with like people with tons of money on both sides. Oh, I know. It's just, there's so much. StockX is huge, 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 huge at this point. Uh, have you ever, are you familiar with unofficial authentics? Have no. you ever seen that that whole thing? So like I did a deep dive on on fake shoes a while back and was just kind of reading about them. It was probably like a Reddit deep dive or something like that. So they have this thing called unofficial authentics where like Nike, Adidas, whoever it is, they'll commission an order from one of these factories overseas for however many units of a particular shoe. So like, let's say they're, they're, they're doing 5,000 of this particular colorway of Jordan ones or whatever it is. Like the, the company at times will have like an extra material left over whenever they're done. And once they filled that order with that extra material, they'll make additional shoes and then like sell them out the back door. So like they won't have like the barcode, but everything on them is technically legit. So that's why it's quote unquote unofficial authentic. Um, so like you're you're getting something that's made from the same company with the same materials and everything. It just never went through the channels of being sold. So it's technically not official. And that's, that's interesting. Another thing. It is very interesting. And like in a lot of times it'll be like at a fraction of the cost. It'll still be, it'll still be there. And it, sometimes it'll even be above retail if it's something like a Yeezy, like that always sells out pretty much instantly or doesn't last longer than 24 hours. Like, you know what I mean? If if the shoe sells for 220 and then resale sells for 400 on a particular colorway, they might sell it for 275. But you're technically getting a real shoe. And I wonder if some of those things are are like that. You know what I mean? Because it, it's Nike. Yeah. It's not just some dude who's ordering the shoe off of StockX. And it's just like, it all looks real to me. I'm comparing it to whatever. It, they could actually see it. You know, they might have something they scan or whatever it is, and then they can actually tell the difference. So I don't know. It's weird. We'll it's kind of like the like the water, like the cheap water at, at like uh, any type of grocery store or any like consumer goods. It's like this tastes yeah. like this other water. They just put a, a different label on it or, you know, they just put the makeup on it. They put the filter on it. And uh, just like a lot of consumer goods, it's like, oh, this tastes like, another can of corn that I had before. And it's like, this one was a dollar more. Why? It's like, Oh, it made in the same factory. They just basically put a different label on it. You don't know about it. Um, and it's the same exact thing. Dude, yeah. somebody put me on game way back in, in our, our grocery store days, which is funny where that's actually where we, we met like two decades ago. But I remember there was a, a, a manager 
a dairy manager that was showing me like the store brand milk versus the um, like the, the brand name milk or whatever it is. And he was like, yeah, they're both made at the same factory. And he showed me like the little stamp on there where it had the same like lot number. It was literally the same exact product, but just with a different label, which I mean, it isn't shocking, but seeing like the evidence of it and it being that obvious with the lot number being on there, all the other same markings besides just the plastic. And they charge like 30% more for it was, it was still kind of wild just seeing how obvious it was. Yeah. And I think like speaking on like the beer, like I'm sure other beer places do that too. Like to where they, I know different beer companies will brew like different other people's different beer and just like can it for them and just do it that way. So like, they'll just have these bigger, I mean, you, you've seen all the bigger companies kind of buy off all these craft beers and add it to their line. So there's gotta be like some cutting corners when it's not the same like recipe as like the craft people would like put all their, you know, blood, sweat and tears into it. And so it's just like, you know what, we're going to make M still light and it's kind of add this to it. And then it's going to be this line now. And it's just like, eh, it's just still, M still light, you know, (laughs) it just tastes a little different. It's just that that slight remix. I didn't, yeah, I didn't even, think about that I'm, I'm sure there's so many things that like that and then we pay that much for um electronics or whatever yeah. like tvs and stuff like that yeah because um, if you think like, about it the supreme hat i have on is still just a hat it, it's, there's nothing really special about it it's probably made in the same company who makes the free hats given out at any type of fundraiser or something like that it's just like eh. right yeah just like at a fair like like state farm is handing out the same exact yeah, it's like it's it's actual State Farm Red is the same as Supreme, yeah. And they're just they're handing it out, um, telling you you can get your free quotes and you know that there was a recent hailstorm and they can help you get the maximum, you know, the the maximum credit available for your claim. And all it would like, take was it would be just like, hey, Drake's wearing a State Farm hat, and it's just like, oh man, I got to get one of those State Farm hats. Those are fire right now. I got to put it on with the fit. Like, got to get that State Farm. It's like, where do you get those? They're reselling for 120 right now. You know what makes me feel silly? Like an hour before we were getting on to record, I was looking at some Supreme hats because they actually had still had some. Uh, like they were available for sale. Like obviously, always it's always the the black sells out first, and then immediately after the white with the red logo. I gotta and ask then, you, which one were um, you looking at? Because I bought a Supreme hat on Thursday. Less. less. <laughs> It shipped today. Yeah, I'm so excited. Did about it ship? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which ones were I look? I was looking at one that the one with the S on it. Oh uh, no, I was like, I got the the perforated like type of running, uh, running yeah, style. Okay. Which color that did you black, get though? The black one, of course. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, so like whenever I went on, like the the perforated one was the one that I that I wanted because I want I needed another black one because like the the box logo camp hat that I have is just dusty looking like it's so worn out and i was like i need need to replace that and then i got on there but i I didn't get on there until today because i like i forget to to check it on thursday sometimes unless i set an alarm because i am that guy i do do that and you know it happens sometimes you just you know it's part of the game and uh and then i saw i saw the perforated one and like you know when it first loads it still showed that there was some in stock of the other colors and i was like i saw that there was a black because there's always a black one and then of, of course it was sold out, and I was like, "Oh, bad. sorry, like, man. I'm sorry. I did I did cop it though because I've been looking for a different Supreme hat too because the, the blue I have two blue ones and 
I've, I've kind of worn them out a little bit too. And I was like, man, I'm just, I, I mean, it's like this hat zone too. I've been looking for like a, a nice, good hat that I could just kind of be my daily. And I was like, man, that yeah. one's perfect. That, that one's perfect. I, I had to, hopefully it looks good. Cause I'm, a, I was a little iffy about it. Cause with the pictures, you're always like, and eh, is it stupid looking or is that just me? You, and you don't know, no. Yeah. And but the black one was the best looking one because like the other colors didn't kind of didn't pull it off. Yeah. Um, with the, the perforated thing. You'll see like, it next week. I'll wear it next week. I'll, I'll see it give next the update. Week. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to post it on, on the official page now. Yeah. And and, get- and show since we're doing the deep dive on the uh, on the <laughs> supreme cap, but um and but this unless I just quit the 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 pod since you got the the hat that I wanted because I'm, I'm sure Reese I'll buy me a fight a fake off of StockX and uh man I'm and, usually and good about you. hollering at you too about you know hey this is this is available but uh I just was just like oh, I need to check that and it was like Thursday night of last week I think uh I was like just in bed just like oh I'm gonna check Supreme it's usually just like a, a nightly weekly thing and I was like oh they got some cool should I do it then I was like you know what I'm just gonna put on the credit card charge it to the game I was like, don't have to worry about it in my own bank account. It'll just be in that credit card account. And I'll deal with that later. I was like, I'm just going to buy it. So maybe I'll still get treat yourself. Maybe I'll still get, I'll still get something. Yeah, dude, I'll I'll wear that Supreme hat next week with, uh, with my, my JJ Hound sweater and my, my new Balenciagas. Uh, Did you, Mm. did you check in? Did you check out those Balenciagas? Those like worn type of like, I don't, I don't distressed uh crazy looking like trashy dumpster shoes <laughs> i believe the the word that they used officially was or the branding was fully destroyed oh man i didn't know they had the destroyed in there that's that's bold destroyed yeah no that's that's not distressed distressed it's like you're 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 beat up but you might survive destroyed <laughs> like you've gone through the ringer I just pictured like distressed first semester of co- freshman year, destroyed senior yeah. year, <laughs> and just that like senior after, year. before and after, and you're wearing the same chucks as uh, as you did freshman year, and you just like have no money. That's funny because they so like for anybody who hasn't seen these actually uh, seen these yet, they do look like chucks, like high top chucks. Um, actually, I think they they may even have a low top, but primarily they're they're showing the high tops off, and they're these. The shoes are like distressed to all hell, um, like ripped up. Like that looks like they, like, I don't know, like ran over with a lawnmower or something. Like it's it's yep. super bad, and um, and they run. They retail like eighteen hundred bucks or eighteen fifty something like that. Evidently, like because I don't really keep up with with that because I don't know if Balenciaga sells it. Yeah, a little bit out of my price range. So. Yeah, they uh, the the lowest they have is probably eight or nine hundred dollars right like those triple s's are like 11 12 13 so evidently these um those shoes like they have a regular version of them which again just look like high top chuck taylor's um the regular version i think is like seven or eight hundred dollars or something like that no lower than like six and then you can get the destroyed version that's wild for an extra thousand dollars It's, it's wild. Crazy. And I know it's wild. People think we pay what we pay for shoes. And then we have the wild people who are like, what, what did you pay for those? Uh, and then there's even another tier to where it's just like, you're paying stuff for like, you're paying that much for basically garbage. Uh, and that's retail. 
Yeah. Like th- that's the actual retail price. That's from the store. There's no markup from StockX or any reseller or anything like that. That's just out the door. It costs that much, which is crazy. Not that I'm justifying spending $1,800 on, on something else. But if you spend $1,800 on like some off-white Jordans, which originally retailed for a little bit over $200, it's because they're a, they're a collector's item. Then like you can, you can justify that. People are going to say it's kind of crazy, but you know, everybody has their thing. You know what I mean? Whether it's a beanie baby or a Pokemon card or something like that. It's like, you know, the card itself costs three cents to make, but maybe it's worth a million dollars. Like Jake Paul wore around his neck. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. So like, you know, it just collectibles is just a thing, but to be $1,800 out the gate, yeah. For something that's beat the hell up is crazy. And it just doesn't, I mean, it's just not that appealing looking. Like uh, some of that stuff you can kind of get away with, uh, like Balenciaga does and a lot of the higher end uh, fashion stuff that they put out. They they get away with some of it. So it's like, all right, I could see what they're trying to do and what they're going for. Even like Kanye stuff too. You can kind of see like the creativity and the, the genius part of it. It's just like, oh yeah, some people are going to like that, especially like the people who, really like fashion and are into that thing but these ones just look like trash like they they look like something that you find in a dumpster and it's like oh you know on the come a, a, a hobo got to come up because he found some you know beat up chuck taylor's it's just like ah it is the hobo come up like so i, I kind of want to break this down a little bit because like it is fascinating so for one thing like everybody's talking about it like in those circles or even outside of the normal circles are talking about these shoes so that does create create some sort of hype around the brand but like so maybe that's what the point is now like you think about like they say that runway fashion like the really weird runway fashion is like it's almost like the concept car like you see the concept bmw or audi or whatever it is that has these crazy features that never come to market but five years later there ends up being like a more normalized sort of version is this that like, are, yeah. are they doing that sort of thing where it's like eventually, like, I remember whenever this, like, this sounds super old to say, but like distressed jeans are something that we're, that we're like comfortable with. You see them everywhere. People wear jeans that are just ripped the hell up. It's um, true. Like, and I remember whenever that first started coming out from like the, you know, the designer fashion and stuff people were like hating on it and they're like, Oh yeah, I can just wear my old Levi's and just tear those up and do that or whatever. And you know, yeah, but it's not just kind of talking. It isn't in the perfect spot. It doesn't hit the perfect angle when you take a picture yeah. of it. So man, that's a, that's a good point. I like, it's like, they're just like putting the feelers out there. It's like, are people going to like this or they think it's stupid. And if we get, you know, X amount of comments that are like positive, then it's like, we're going to release these people because people are going to buy them. Um, so yes, yeah, like having had that feeler out there and almost just kind of like setting yourself up for either, hey, we're gonna make some money off this thing, or hey, let's just cut it right now and just be like, nope, nobody liked it. Let's just cut it. Yeah. Cause how many are they even gonna make? Like they don't have to make that many. And it's like they can force it to sell out because some people are gonna do it just as the flex. And and maybe that's just kind of a rich person thing. It's like, I'm gonna buy these eighteen hundred dollar shoes just because i can even though they look like shit just because i have money to burn yeah i saw a comment that said rich people out here cosplaying as poor people like (laughs) basically 
basically. Yeah, I mean, Kanye yeah. did it with the whole like baggy type. I mean, not that you know it shows poor people, but it had like the rips in it. It almost looked like yeah. it was just like you know hobo attire. You know, like basically, um, chops to hobo. So uh, they it just has a look to it, to where it's just. I don't know. It just looked like you slept in it for 10 days and you basically have stains on it from, you know, earthy tones and all this yeah. stuff. And that stuff is normal. Like, like I said, with the jeans thing, it's like, you know, that was it like a runway thing. And then it went to like regular designer. And it's like, now you can buy, I'm, I guarantee you can walk into like old Navy or H and M forever 21 and for $20, buy some, some jeans with some holes in them. Like right. and that's normal now. And it's like, you know, they were doing that in the fashion world i don't know 10 years ago or whatever it was so maybe this is kind of that sort of thing and they're just kind of workshopping it like you said but it but it's just i don't know it's it's weird i always say that like if i was ever rich or when i'm rich let's put that that out into the universe so maybe it'll happen that i still don't think that i'd be able to do that like yeah, I mean, a lot of those rich people just get them as gifts. Like, they'll, Benciago will just send it to him and be like, hey, wear these, wear these, please. Uh, That's frustrating because you know that you know, Bieber is going to be wearing oh, yeah, those like dude. this weekend. Let, let's, 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 let's look at his, his iCal to see what he has <laughs> scheduled for this weekend because you know that he's going to be rocking those. And what sucks, he's going to look cool. Yeah. And I'm going to hate him. That's good, man. Do you, do you wanna do you wanna get into the to the big drop of, of the weekend, uh, Kendrick? Yeah, man. So Kendrick finally blessed us with the heart part five, which we referenced um, like a couple weeks ago, whenever we did the Kendrick episode. And um, he's the the greatest rapper of all time. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah. And we were talking Debatable. about with the last one, like he just put out the Lucy just to put it out. And then he basically just went off on it and he just, you know, uh, made it just kind of one of those things where everybody was paying attention and he did it again. And I don't even know if this will be on the album or I, I assume that it is, but who knows with him, like he, he could he come never out with puts the yeah, heart he, tracks. He never puts them on there, like on, on his albums, like, they're always just Lucy's like that and like teasers for the album. And it's like yeah. his, his throwaways are better than your, than your best. It's crazy. It's funny. Cause like, I keep seeing like publications outside of like just the, the, the typical hip hop stuff reporting on it. Cause evidently he's had like the, the number one streaming song for, for two days now, since it's been available on Spotify at least, um, which isn't surprising, but um I've been seeing these other publications and they're saying like, yeah, he released his first single from it. I'm like, I don't think it's, it's even going to be considered a single. I think he's just doing that. Like, cause he's that good. Um, yeah. So look, look, we, let's get into the song first and then we can discuss the video. Cause that's a whole separate component that, that deserves. Yeah, There's so many different layers and elements that we can do a whole two hours worth, but yeah, let's, let's get into the song. So it's a, it's a Marvin Gaye sample, right? If I'm remembering. Yeah, it's I Want You. It, yeah. It's almost like, and it may be even considered, like this is kind of split in hairs. It may even be considered more like an interpolation or something as opposed to a sample because it's not 
playing like the original audio. Gotcha. Like, cause that, that song I want you is like one of my, my favorite Marvin Gaye songs. Like it's so good. Yeah. They um, flipped it really actually, good. So good. Yeah. So good. The way he tied it in with the hook and stuff. And it, um, but it, but it, it sounds fresher and it sounds a bit more original and it doesn't sound like any other hip hop that's coming out right now. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, we're we're sucker for samples, me and you. So whenever oh. it first came on, I was just like, "All right, like here we go, let's go." I heard uh, that percussion, <laughs> the little, and I was just like, "Oh shit, what's he what's he gonna do?" I had I had seen you. You sent it to me a little bit, like right when it dropped, you sent it to me, and I was out and about doing things, and I was like, "I'm waiting till I get home so I could not be bothered, and I'm gonna listen to it ten times in a row." And it's kind of what I did. I didn't get to 10, but like, I definitely heard it, you know, I listened to it three times and I was like, man, this is so good. And then I, the video comes out too. And then it's just like, yeah, even more layers on top of that. So, but let's, let's continue with the song. Cause he, he definitely has intention. Like we, like we said, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the intention on every, every bar, every verse is very, it's there. And he's, he's coming with, you know, his, basically speaking from the heart on a lot of things and different perspectives and stuff like that. Um, I would always say like, you're the, you're the guy who kind of unravels this stuff a little bit better. So I kind of want to hear what you think. Cause I don't, I think we're in agreement that this is, you know, a masterpiece. It really is at that level. And like, whenever it starts to kind of fade a little bit, just like anything else, it's only because he's going to overshadow himself with, yeah. with the album but it, it's it's that good, and I don't think that it's you know what I mean. I don't think it's jumping to conclusions by calling it like masterpiece level as far as music and hip hop goes. Um, it's very very lyrically dense. Um, it's almost a little bit of a of a hard. I don't want to say hard listen. I don't want to say anything that sounds remotely neg like negative about it. But it's 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 so complex that you're not going to be able to absorb all of it at once, especially if you're watching the video and taking it back by, by the video element of it. But um, he just, he, man, it's, just, it's even hard to, to, it's to more break down and culture talk more, more calling out culture, calling out people's takes on whatever um, speaking on things like what he, what he thinks about it. Um, and it's just more of just like what the intention is for the heart series. He's speaking what he's thinking right now. And so I, I, I don't know if this is what going to be like the album's going to be like reflective off that, off this song, I should say, but uh, he definitely had a lot to say on this uh, speaking, you know, and then morphing like with the videos into the deep fakes on different people and kind of, I don't know, taking bits and pieces from their life and adding it to what he was speaking on. And, uh, it was just it was so just, genius and intentional and the, the guy is good. The guy is good. It's, there's just layers on layers. Like, so he had said this part, this stuck out to me. He says, um, get out and get his brains blown out, looking to buy some weed, car washes played out, new GoFundMe accounts proceed. Like a yeah. brand new victim will shatter those dreams, the culture. Like, he, like exactly what you said. He's talking about the culture and it's just like his, you know, like he's given a play-by-play -play on what he's seeing, like in the culture, in the yeah. community, in the game right now. And that's what um, I kind of think he does. He's like, you know, he basically has like the the Batman screens, the 
and he's just like taking <laughs> notes on everything. Like he's he has his eyes open and his ears open to everything culture wise, and he's writing his notes and he's just game planning for this album and his or this song too. But I think that's just what he's been doing. He's he's not just in hiding and he's not just living his own life. He definitely has his ear and his and his eyes to everything. To everything. He's like he's he's like a historian. It's like he's documenting it, but just in a really, really creative way. Um it, it, I'm I'm going through the lyrics again, and which I recommend anybody listen to it, like actually reads the lyrics along with it just so that you can absorb it because every single line is very purposeful. Just just like you were saying, like he doesn't he doesn't miss. There's no never any sort of filler in it. The flow is very on point. He has like that that Kendrick sort of like loud aggressiveness, right? His, his delivery um, to, to his lyrics on songs like this on the vast majority of his music, he has some, some laid back type songs, of course, but um, a lot of it, whenever he's really getting into the bars, he has that sort of aggressive presentation. You put it next to other rappers and like, it just stands out because it, it just, it, it punches you in the face. Like, he could deliver the same exact line that someone else does and he's going to do it better. I don't know if it's just his voice or or what it is. I guess it's a combination of all those different things, but it just lands that much more. And so there's always, it's very emphatic. There's like, everything has a ton of emphasis behind it um, whenever it hits. And like, like you said, he keeps referencing the culture in it and fuck calling it the culture yeah like, that was yeah that was that was a good call out the the fuck calling it a culture uh and and a little bit like right before he does that he kind of has like these couple of bars that are just kind of kind of just like stuck out to me it was like the hard to deal with pain when you're sober by tomorrow we forget the remains we start over it's kind of crazy and then you know trained to accept whatever follows dehumanize and sensitive scrutinize he's he, man no telling and i know he has a lot of things that he he's kind of referencing when with the with all of this you know with the yeah. whole um damn what's his name who 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 passed away from cali uh Nip, nipsey the whole nipsey thing um kind of kind of playing into this and then other other celebrities kind of that he's he's referencing too when and he does that with the video um but it's just real heavy real kind of man let's like we're just reading the lyrics right now it's just like man i gotta I got to see the video. I got to hear the song and read the lyrics all at the same time. And it's just like, there's a lot of, like we mentioned it's before, it's just a lot to take in lots of layers and you have to, it's definitely not a, a, a one-time listen type thing to where, no. uh, but all the hearts have been that way too. Uh, so it's, it's just more of the same from him and he's, he's undefeated and he's going to continue this with the album, I think. Cause I think this is setting the table for his album and we might get like another, um another another classic from from Kendrick. Yeah, I think it's gonna really solidify him because like um because it's just so consistent. Like you said, it's like an assault on your senses whenever you're watching the video. Cause like it starts out, he's in front of the red background, he's just kind of rapping. It's like his hair looks a little bit different from when we last seen him. Yeah. Um, which which I just I like that 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 visual aspect of it because it's just kind of like you know, everybody evolves and grows. And obviously he was doing that too. Like the stuff he puts out, like, damn, you know, you can just work your way backwards. It's so good. It's almost like you take it for granted that it'd be possible for him to actually evolve further than he already was because he was already at that level. But it's like, this is, 
you know, every indication that, that he did actually get better. So like discussing like the video, I believe it's maybe the first minute or so it's just him. He's not really looking at the camera too much. It kind of turns a little bit, but it's all from like the waist up um, against the solid red background. And then it goes into the, to the deep fakes, which are incredibly well done. Um, he goes through like who all is in there. Um, OJ Simpson, Jesse Smollett, um, Nipsey Kobe. Hustle, Kobe. Kobe Bryant, Kanye, um, Will Smith, you mentioned Will and Smith. Will Smith. I think that the, the, I think that that's all of them. Yeah. And which like he starts out, uh, there's like a little title card at the beginning where he says like I am all of us or something. Yeah, like, I should have it pulled up right now. And then so going into that and picking these people who are all polarizing, you know, in their own sort of ways. Um, you know, not, not Nipsey and Kobe, but like the, the other people are very polarizing and then going into them who were like, they have their legendary status, especially after everything that's, you know, that, that's happened to them um, was crazy. And like one thing that I was thinking while he was doing it, the first time that he did it, that I watched it, I mean, um, I almost started ignoring the song a little bit because Same. I was just so taken by the, by the visuals. Um, Cause they were so, they were executed perfectly um, but he's the only one that could do that. Like he's the only one that people wouldn't just completely want to crucify for putting Kobe Bryant's face over himself, but he, he did it. And there was nothing that was remotely, it was like paying homage. There was nothing remotely yeah. disrespectful or anything like that. If anybody else did it, it probably could come across that way. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but not with, not with Kendrick. Cause it's, it's so dense. One of the things that did stick out to me the first time that I watched it through was he's the line. He says, hurt people, hurt people as he morphs into Will Smith. And then yeah. it was just like, shit, dude. Like I've been sitting over here hating on Will Smith for a month <laughs> or however long it's been. And then like, I've heard other people use that literal exact phrase talking about Will Smith. I think Charlemagne said it multiple times um, on breakfast club and, and his various outlets. And like, it's been true all along. Yeah. But in that context of him putting it into the song, a song that was already written, and then it, it he morphs into Will Smith, but it's still Kendrick saying that it was like, yo, you, you, you conveyed that, that thought and that message in such a deep way that yeah. it hit harder. Cause it's just like something, I don't know how he fucking does it, dude. I listened to, to Budden's podcast earlier and he mentioned one thing about this that I thought was really interesting. Yeah. And so I forgot which one of his, his little sidekicks was, was had mentioned this, but he was like, it's great when Kendrick does this type of stuff because Jordan Lucas has been saying this all along, but Jordan Lucas doesn't have the voice for y'all to really understand what he's saying. And it was just like, Damn. you know, he's not wrong That's on that. He's like, he's like, you know, Jordan has all this stuff and y'all kind of like, not put them down, but y'all, y'all hear so much of the same type of stuff from Joyner to where you know it's coming from him. And then when Kendrick does this, he does it few and far between. But when he does it, the waves are much, much bigger. And it's just like it's coming from like a more established, a more, you know, uh, a higher step. You know, he's on a higher step, so he has a platform to do it. And then he just has the, you know, whatever rollout that he's doing right now. And it's more eyes and he's always going to have that name behind him. But I thought that was really interesting. It's just like, where, what do you, what take, what it takes from who, whoever, for you to kind of like it gets to you, like you know, 
Many people can say the same thing. And it has to be the, the, yeah, exactly. So it has to be the right messenger. And Kendrick's great at that. Like, if you want something to be, you know, reach the masses, get Kendrick to say it, you know? I I have a little bit of a hot take on that. Cause like, and I love Joyner Lucas. I absolutely love Joyner Lucas. His, his biggest blow up was whenever he did the, um, the I'm not racist video. Right. Which was, um, the black man and the white man, like both of them pleading their, their case and just kind of discussing their perspectives. Um, and it was brilliant. It was, it was exceptionally good. Um, and you know, the way that he tied it up and lyrically, like, you know what I mean? He he's definitely, he says it himself. He's kind of like one of Eminem's kids. So he's very, very into like internal rhyme schemes and all that type of thing. However, and this, I'm not taking anything away from, from Joiner, but whenever he put that out, he still wasn't big yet. And even at that time, I felt like there was this tiny bit of, I don't want to call it contrived because it's not at that level, but it was like, I need, what is the thing that's really going to do it? I feel like he had a sincerity behind his message. Um, and he was like, this is the way that I'm going to do it. Like I'm going to structure it in, in a way that's going to garner the most attention especially right. like I remember reading the comments and people were like, I thought that one of those guys in the video was Joiner Cause he's not even in the video. Like, because, and it was like, this is how I'm going to grab as much attention as possible. And that's not to say that he was capitalizing on like, you know, the, the, the racial dynamic and struggle that, you know, that we're going on, uh, going through with the country, but he was still very aware of that whenever he was doing that. And that kind of, and it helped us come up and it worked and it propelled him. So the one difference between him and, and Kendrick, and again, I'm not holding anything against Joyner, is that Kendrick doesn't have to do that. Right. Like, if he doesn't want to do that, he could have just released, like, just something just barred you up. He could have challenged other rappers like he did with the Control Verse. He could have done any other type of song. And he didn't have to throw in a, a Will Smith reference and, yeah. you know, put OJ on his face and do any of those things. So whenever you don't have to do it and you do it anyway, it's like the utmost sincerity is the only way that I can, yeah, you know, and that I can, I can take it in. Kendrick's always going to have that type of like artistry kind of thing to him to where it's like real art, you know, rather than just like fakes or just like regular art or someone just drawing on a piece of paper. It's kind of like, yeah. he he's actually deserve deserves all this thing because he deserves to have people listen to him because he's already, you know, has his rep on being the guy, you know, he's, he's number one for a reason. Like, you know, th- there's a reason why all the conceptual yeah. stuff and yeah. Yeah. He, he knows what he's doing. And man, I'll, I'll going back to the video a little bit. I love the the start of it. When you say he's just kind of like looking off to the side and he's kind of just yeah. like, almost kind of like hugging him and holding himself a little bit. He's just kind of almost just kind of gearing up for what he's about to say. It just like, yeah. it's so it's so in the moment and he looks like he almost looks kind of teary eyed too. Uh, he's just, I don't, I don't know, man. He's just gets into those modes to where it's just like very respectable. Maybe it's just like us just standing on him a little bit too much. Cause he is a goat, but, um, he, but he, it, he, I don't know. There's so much depth to yeah, it though. It's just, he pulls it off. It's perfectly. objective in like, th- that's a good call. Like in terms of like his stance and his, like his, his body language and stuff going on. Like, yeah. cause if I'm not mistaken now, they could have pulled some, some trickery with it, but it looks, it's shot to look like it's one one solid take 
Right. And, um, which adds to it. And like, whenever at first I thought he was just going to be rapping in front of the screen the whole time. And that would have been enough. Yeah. Like, it been. if you would have, if you would have just done that, especially with it being part of like the heart series, it like, that would have been just fine because it doesn't even, it doesn't even need like this real heavy handed visual component. And then he ended up hitting something. It's like that people are just going to yeah. talk about, and that's how it makes its way to. And he's kind of like know, twitchy, non- twitchy a little bit yes. here and there where he's like, when he's twitching, he's like morphs a little bit too. Did you see that, that Matt Stone and Trey Parker helped him with the whole deep fake stuff? I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause I was thinking that and I'd already forgot that. Cause I'm like all hype talking yeah. about it but yeah that that's their that company so cool i mean i mean, we're, we're grew up on south park so it was like one of those things to kind of like see those names up on there it was like oh super goats get on the phone let's google and see what what background this is and that's kind of going back to the intention stuff like he he didn't have to i'm sure there's tons of deep fake companies out there that he could have went with uh but to have those and do it this way and kind of have that aspect because they're very controversial in their own sense and they yeah. are very intentional and they they have a little bit of kind of artistry behind them to where people don't think it's the shtick and gimmicks anymore. They have a, yeah. a voice to where they can actually reach a good audience to where it's just like, oh, yeah, that's clever. That's good commentary. Especially like on Book of happening. Mormon. Yeah. Like post Book of Mormon, it, it elevated them where people, anybody yeah. who was doubting them was like, no, you're genius. Like just because you throw in dick jokes, like it doesn't make you any less genius. Right. And I thought so. that was cool. It was like it was. I ended up researching them a little bit more. So their company that they're doing, like after that, it kind of went down the rabbit hole. Um, yeah. It's called Deep Voodoo, which was a little bit on a play for Deep Doodoo, which is hilarious because they're always going to have. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's so on brand. Like I, I love them so much because they're 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 something else, and they really. We'll have to have like a whole discussion about them on a separate thing because like there's an infinite amount of stuff to talk about when it comes to them too yeah but um they i guess they were starting up this this um this company to work with the deep fakes because they were like this will allow us to do things that we couldn't do before like they've always obviously thrown like random celebrities into episodes of south park and stuff like that they're able to do that um you know and knock out full episodes in a week and um, that type of thing. And then with the the deep fake technology, I, I guess they're supposed to be like the best at it, which I mean, watching this video is insane. Like, yeah, it's so convincing. There were times whenever I was almost confused, especially the first time through where I was like, wait, is that? Yeah. Jesse was the one fix? that was like, Jesse really, was the one. Who, yeah. That one was just like, wait, who is that? You're just trying to figure it out. And then of course, you know, all the, all the the people online are you know obviously going to analyze it and kind of get your get your answers for you, um, yeah. Which which is great because I love those those people who kind of do what we do in a, in a, in a sense to where they do the the thing but they actually put it on on paper <laughs> and put it on online and, and actually you know get a paragraph going. Uh, and they but, and they do it for the glory it. too because yeah. it'll just be behind a an, an Instagram handle or whatever it is or Reddit yeah. like. Yeah, Reddit. It's for all sure. for the it's it's all the love of the game because they're anonymous. Yeah. So shout out to those people. But yeah, because that was that was part of my thought as well. Like because whenever it, it dropped, like I sent it to you right away because I got yeah. the notification. I don't have very many notifications on YouTube for anything, but I do have Kendrick. I have like Kendrick, Eminem, and I don't know. There's there's not a, a lot more. There's a couple of artists that I have, but 
but that's it. Um, even though I watch a shitload of, of YouTube, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, and I watched it early enough where it was like, I remember it showing like only like 5,000 views, but, but likes were already like at like a quarter of a million or something stupid. Wow. Cause like, cause YouTube was still behind on updating. Cause it was just, it was blowing up that fast. Um, but it deserves the attention. Anybody who hasn't seen it, I don't, I don't think you have to be a hip hop fan to be able to appreciate what he's doing. I mean, but yeah. then that's also why he's won so many yeah. Grammys and nominated True. for an Oscar and everything. And it's just else. a good song like that. Like we, I, I want to go back to the sample because it sounds so good. And I know I'm a sucker for it samples. Ties it together, and it's just good. Uh, and then back to the the video real quick. He kind of like pivots and is like at the end of it, he's kind of like facing forward. And almost yeah. kind of his, his posture is a little bit up now and he's kind of like at attention and he's very intentional on like looking at the camera and rapping to you. And it's just like, uh, that's kind of what I think going back to what this album's going to be like. I think he's like ready to come at people. Like I, I think he's ready to call out people. I think he's ready to do a lot of, of uh, rebuttals to a lot of things and not be so uh, maybe not in his feelings, but be so like passionate or compassionate about like the the sad things i think he's coming for some heads yeah. honestly and i think he'll have those those fillers in there to where he is a little bit more softer but i think he's coming i think he's coming for a lot of people and i think it's going to be hopefully you know like we talked about with the double album hint like the double disc or the double you know who knows it could be That's a good what... bad could be good bad thing you know good cop bad cop it could be like you know i don't know how the the conception it's going to go but I'm interested in to see and hear what it is because I think more videos are coming, more analyzation. Like I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Supreme Butterfly had a lot of like commentary on it, but damn, yeah. I don't remember the internet being this type of internet to where you got so many people trying to you know deep dive and time over analyze and look into things. And it's just you know That's it's everywhere call. now. It's everywhere now. Go ahead. Like, I don't think that damn was necessarily like, I don't want to say it was like obvious in any sort of way, but um, I mean, he, he always has kind of some subliminal stuff. He always has layers. Yeah. With damn, it's, it seems like in, like you were talking about like the, the commentary that it may not have been quite the same. Cause like to pimp a butterfly had so many, like um, it had like, you know, the racial component and all those types of things that we've already kind of gone into quite a bit. So like it left a lot for discussion versus damn where it seemed like he was delivered a lot more directly. So um, not to say that, that it's not going to be subject to commentary, but it didn't, it wasn't yeah. constructed in a way where it was going to be so open for like broad interpretation. It was like, it was true. It was pretty damn focused, you know um, no pun intended on that, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I should have just owned that and just and kept moving forward. But um, yeah, that then, like doing this this new one it's mr morale and the big steppers like i could see him kind of going going broader with it and and leaving a a bit more open to, to interpretation especially like with this with this song if this song is any indication of how it's going to sound then there's yeah. a good likelihood that he's going to do that and it could be because you know the heart the last heart came out before damn and i thought it was pretty it didn't kind of feel the same way as as that one when he released it damn didn't feel the same way as as the heart so it could be totally That's different true. and he could go a different That's direction true. maybe he got what out he got out what he wanted to get out and he's going to be 
you know, all all fun and games with the album, which is fine too, because I like really all all versions of Kendrick. So I trust uh, I'm it not all, gonna yeah. be mad at it. Yeah, because he's gonna have different elements into it. But then definitely a strong start and he didn't disappoint with this first little drop. Uh and this one's gonna probably, I mean, I don't know. He's gonna have the album and it's gonna, you know, over overthrow this a little bit, but this this one is probably one of the the best of the hearts, I think. Yeah, it's one of the best. It feels like one of the best things he's ever put out, like especially with with the video. And it's it's weird to say that, especially because it's early. It's just so good because, like you said, it's it's a good song. You can still listen to it for enjoyment. It samples freaking Marvin Gaye, yeah. And but and it does it in a way that's it's still fresh. Then it's lyrically dense. You have the video and everything like that. So we'll see how it goes. Like you, this I was is gonna go ahead. You can finish your thought. The only thing I was going to say, man, is that um, with it being a double album and his last one on TDE, it would be freaking wild, but legendary if he like retired, like if he made like the masterpiece and then was just like, yeah, I'm out. I could see that happening, man. He's so secretive and so like at plausible at ease on where he's at. And Man, that would be that would be pretty dope, but then also sad because, but he has that like we were saying, this album doesn't you know cement him as the, as the best ever, and I think it it will, and I think um, he honestly doesn't need to do anything more. Like we get mad at like Eminem and these other rappers putting out trash albums after they've kind of already lost That's their step, um, yeah. and then why couldn't we praise Kendrick for for doing what we really want is for him to stop but he's at the he's like at the top of his game right now so that's a little bit different so uh but then I, I honestly don't but think he's ever gonna not cool. be on the top of his game so nobody's ever done that who quits at the top of their game like that would be legendary and I like I don't want that because I want more music but just the idea of it's kind of cool and then like um I, I want to make sure you, that you get in what you're about to reference but like it ties into it like he had released that photo that people think that might be the album cover. I don't know yeah. if, if you saw that. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's him. He's he's got the crown of thorns, which is which is very heavy handed. But then there's like his girl, and then what looks like like it looks like he had another baby that nobody knew about, and um, that wow. could be another motivation to. First off, it's badass that he can have a whole child and people not even be aware of it because that's how secretive he is. But she um, didn't get to him. Yeah, facts. <laughs> he didn't he didn't leak that first. And then he also um that could be motivation for him to not, you yeah. know. I'll be happy. I mean, that, that I I do uh like the idea of him doing it, but then also like just the selfish part is no nah, man, we need we need more albums. The new label maybe have more freedom, more more creativity. Maybe it brings out different with them working with different people. Who knows? It could be a good thing, could be a bad thing, but um I, I wanted to get your take to see what features you think are going to be on and who, who you would want Kendrick to have on this album. Man, that's, that's hard. That's really, really hard because like, I'm trying to think of, so like damn had it. it damn didn't really have a lot. Like it had Rihanna. Rihanna. It had, it had a lot of the, a lot of the youth, uh, TDE people. Um, he likes to use, of course, like his his fam TDE. Um, but I, I I think if he's gonna have this much, if it's gonna be a double a double album, and he's gonna have so many, I think he's gonna throw in some some heavy hitters. 
So, and, and honestly, he has anybody, he has a, the portfolio out there to where it's just like, yeah, who wants, who wants to work with me right now? Like who, who's it going to be? And I hope he doesn't come with like, you know, type of buzz, you know, hot topic type stuff. Um, with, with <laughs> yeah. like a, with like a, you know, a Jack Harlow or something, but who does, who, we'll who does TDs like production and stuff like that? Do you know, are you like with, like beats and stuff like because i was gonna ask if you've heard if trey has his hands in this at all but i haven't heard any i mean but there really hasn't been a lot yeah he's pretty secretive it's 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 been yeah that's been leaked with it and um yeah i don't i mean he's worked with like soundwave and and mike will made it okay like on because mike will made like like dna and stuff but um i don't know outside of that that's I don't true. really know. He worked with Steve Lacey on Damn. I forgot. Like Steve Lacey, I think, is part of where that that sort of stuff comes from. I could see a Thundercat. Um, oh yeah, Thundercat be being there. I mean, he he was like he lent a lot to to Pimp a Butterfly, and I could see him doing yeah. something. And I'd be cool with with Thundercat. Thundercat. Like, uh, I like his vocals. Yeah, so. yeah, that'd be cool, man. I got a. Uh... I got a, a a spot to wear my my supreme hat. I, I got Thundercat tickets last week too, to throw to throw more salt in the wound for you. You're for, for real right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, you threw the name out there, sad. man. I wasn't. I was gonna tell you eventually, or you're gonna see me on the on the gram with my supreme hat with Thundercat, you know, under my arm, and we're that, just we're just hugging. That makes me so sad. There's <laughs> not. There's not. I'm happy for you, kinda. There's like especially just like having young kids and everything like that like I, I, you know shows aren't necessarily like like the priority so i always think about like the ones that i want to see right like like an anderson park like yep. i have to and i know that you'll you'll make me cry with that one eventually because you'll end up going to like it's on the list or something oh, i've, I've and, already checked on it man i know i know that you have and i know you got some like some google alerts set up for it but Thundercat is also on that list. It's it's pretty much Anderson Park, <laughs> Thundercat, um, Thundercat yeah. and like and Vance. Like those are yeah. like the the main ones that I want to see from that. You know, from from you know from the hip hop space. Yeah. And um, yeah, we, I'm uh, kind of happy for you. <laughs> well, well, thanks. Well, thanks. Uh, they uh, they speaking of they released the ACL lineup too. And I was gonna throw some names at you because we we got tickets for that as well. Um, wasn't as as heavy as I thought it was gonna be, but there's definitely some some good ones in here. Did you? Did you oh, yeah, there was it? definitely some good ones. Yeah, I did. There were some good ones in there. It wasn't like the the only bad thing about it is that it wasn't as good as that leak. That, yeah, that, that leak, went out. that Silk Sonic leak. I was so hyped. I was already ready. And, uh, but it was a little disappointing because they didn't have the, the one, like, it doesn't have the one on here that I was like a Kendrick or like a, you know, Kendrick was, would, would have been the one, honestly, I was really hoping yeah. for Kendrick, uh, rage. I was really wanting rage to be there. Rage against yeah. machine. Um, so it doesn't have that one, like chili peppers are good. I really like the chili peppers. I was really into them of you course. Know, back, back in the day, they're going to put out good stuff. And so like the, the bigger headlines are, are red hot chili peppers, pink. Uh, the Chicks, No Dixie, uh, SZA, Casey Musgraves, Paramore, and Lil Nas X. So some pretty big names on there. Nothing gets me so excited. Paramore gets me, uh, honestly, the most excited. I'm really 
hyped to see Paramore. Um, SZA, and then you get to the SZA, to the, yeah, yeah. SZA is going to be good. I just I'm I'm interested to see how her voice sounds live. I haven't really like saw you know video on YouTube to where the live performances are going to translate to what she sounds like on on streaming services. So I'm interested to see how good she is. I think she will be great though. Um, and then speaking of that, Jasmine Sullivan's on here too, uh, which I'm I'm really excited to see. Jasmine, um, who else? Uh, Omar Apollo's on here. I know we talked about him before. Omar Apollo, yeah, that that was a standout to me. Sabrina Claudio, yeah, that was love Sabrina Claudio. So yeah, that's that was gonna be a that's one. Uh, do, did you see? Are you familiar with Toby in Giway? No, I don't think so. So he is so underrated and he's so so good like yeah. his i'll have to 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 i'll honestly i'll have to just send you some some stuff like he can wrap his ass off he's from houston um and he kind of pays homage to it but he doesn't sound like like kind of the stereotype of of houston like okay. he's um i don't know like he's kind of like um he's a rapper right he's a rapper and okay. it gives me like there's like vibes of almost like the consciousness that was coming out of like the Midwest and like the early two thousands with like a common or most deaf, oh, but okay. it, it's like in terms of subject matter, but in terms of his delivery, it's different. Like he, he wraps his ass on it. Yeah. A little bit. Like he's, he's kind of unique. Like the first song that I heard um, from him was a song called juice with, with Paul wall. Um, and it's like it's super hard, super bassy. And I was just like, so weird this guy you say that. Guy? It's so weird you say that because like I I honestly I was looking for that juice song by Isla and I searched yeah. juice and then I got into like two other songs that are called juice. Not there's this a one. A lot of good songs called but juice. There's a lot of songs called <laughs> juice. And I was just like, that's so weird that you said because I literally did that search yesterday. So uh, go continue. That's on. hilarious. Chance the rapper has a classic. Juice, juice, yeah, off of off of uh, acid rap. Yeah, like I, I, I was gonna make a juice playlist this one time, just Good. because just juice and then like juicy. Yeah. Also, like because you got you got Biggie, you got Doja Cat. Like between juice and juicy, you have a full mixtape alone. Um, it's really we, good. we need to actually put that together. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like, I'll send you some stuff to listen to because he's he's really dope, and people should check him out. And he's 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 different, but he's it's very attainable though. There's nothing like unusual about it that you wouldn't be able to listen to. It's just gonna appreciate it. Like, I don't know. I was looking on there. Oliver Tree's pretty dope. Um, Japanese Breakfast, Lucky Day would be would be cool to see. I like his Lucky Days on there. Yeah. Lucky, yeah. I just it it's kind of hard to look at the at the poster. Yeah, you get they so didn't, they didn't do that well. They should they should have done that differently. Yeah, you um, usually can. Yeah, it, it it was it's a little you can lose stuff here and there. Like you have to look at it at least four or five times at different settings just to kind of see something. Uh, Faye Webster's on the there. Marie- Arlo Arlo Parks. Yeah, I saw Arlo Parks. The Marias are dope. Um, I actually kind of just stumbled across their their stuff. They're kind of indie vibe. Um, they have some good stuff. Um, I saw Robert Glasper, who's like, you know, fairly legendary modern jazz pianist. Like he's he's super dope. Like that that would be really cool. There's a lot of good stuff that I feel like. There's a lot of stuff in there that if you don't know it, but you see it live. Yeah, that that's what I'm like kind of hoping for. Like I said, it was a little underwhelming. I thought 
with some of the the leaks <laughs> yeah that they had yeah. going like i thought like i thought dua lipa was going to be on here i was excited to see dua lipa um, that would be cool that would have been nice uh who else was kind of in the rumor mill of, of doing it um harlow Denzel i thought curry. Har- curry i thought harlow would be on here too with the with the album drop um yeah was he one of the rumored ones too i think he was one of the rumors uh just because he dropped the album he's going to be on tour but it kind of just also falls in line with where they're at in tour so yeah yeah uh, that's true so i know that kind of takes some things out of out of question whenever you look at their tour dates and see it because i think like harry styles was supposed to be rumored but he's also doing five shows here like next month or sometime so he's not going to come back and just do another show because he's already here um then he's released an album in a couple of weeks too. So it's just like, who's, who's releasing like, that's why I thought Kendrick was, might've been on here like a whole, like I was envisioning my perfect, like Kendrick rage, run the jewels and just be like, ah, oh, man, that didn't happen. This would have been the, the perfect year to do out. it. This would have been a perfect year to do it. I feel you. It's funny. Cause it's, it's one of those things where it's like, whenever you, you know, it's just the expectation that, that, that you may have and it not, not necessarily living up to that, even if, it is good in its own right. It's yeah. very mixed up, which I mean, I guess that's that's you know pretty par for the course for ACL, like in the best way, yeah. best sense of that phrase. But um, I, I I do like seeing that. I saw Corey Henry is this like is a jazz musician. Um, he's a pianist that's that's really dope. I, I saw him um listed on there. Like, I it's mean, there, there's there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see it. Like it's always gonna be good. Who knows with like cancellations and stuff like that. Like last year we got Tyler because something happened. Oh, it was the baby. The baby dropped out because of his whole thing. And That's they replaced right. him with Tyler. So it's just like we won. So like we got to see Tyler that instead was a of level the baby. Up. Right. Like yeah. so it was like maybe that'll happen with one of these. Like I don't I don't really care for for the Dixie chicks or you know, pink should be fine, but I don't want to necessarily go out of my way to see pink, but We'll see. Casey Musgraves is dope. Yeah. Yeah. I like some Casey Musgraves. She was at the first ACL we went to. Um, yeah. Is she good so, live? Uh, I'm trying to think. I think we're at Lizzo. So we only caught like maybe the back half of the show. If yep. that, um, but I remember that's whenever that, uh, that album had just released with high horse and all the other stuff. The album was so good too. Yeah. Like was, I played the shit out of that album. Like we, we were always on our, like on, in the hip hop bag. And that's like our primary space, but it, yeah. we venture out quite a bit. Both of us. We do. And we do. We should do like an obscure list of, of just different genres and stuff like that. Cause I think we do. We, we both have like our not weird, but just like things you wouldn't think we would listen to. And uh, yeah, like it, with me, when I spit out like R and B stuff, people are like, Oh, you listen to R and B. It's like, yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, a lot when, of like songstress when, stuff. Oh uh, yeah, because that's that's the wave. Like you said, like seeing Jasmine Sullivan will be really dope. Like we both, I swear. So this is gonna sound arrogant, but at least from the people that I know, me and you listen to the most broad amount of music out of anybody that I'm familiar with. I agree. I like that. I like that take, and I'm gonna be arrogant about it as long as I live. So Might have good well taste be. in music. Have we have good taste, taste in music. music. People should listen to us. Um. I don't know. It's kind of dope. Diplo's in there. Yeah, Diplo should be fun. I, I did see that, and I, hopefully that aligns well with the the set list because that would be fun to go to. Um, again, I couldn't tell you what Diplo song wise, but I know he puts on a good show and everybody loves it. So 
uh, yeah, he's just one of those ones. I've yeah dipped low. I've been deep in the catalog for a long time. Yeah, between yeah, between his solo stuff, Major Laser, Jack U with Skrillex, like I went through all that. And like, and I'm looking at it to see how it would be kind of like sequenced out. Like, Big Gigantic is the, um, like they were big on like the during like the dubstep, like yeah. trap EDM, like that type of stuff. Zhu, I believe it's how it's pronounced, Z H U. Um, super dope. Like, um, one of their or his biggest songs was, um, Working for It. That was produced by Skrillex, and it's really dope. Um, so that stuff like it's a it's completely different vibe from this other stuff because it's like you see that and then over here on the other side with like i said cory henry and robert glasper and stuff like that that's that's dope i'm excited for you and i think it's it i think it's going to be really good like you said anytime it doesn't live yeah. up to what the expectation was that can be a thing but there's enough variety in there right um, what well, saved it for me is is SZA personal faves yeah SZA and paramore jasmine jasmine sullivan yeah, and Chili Peppers. Um, I'm pretty excited to see Chili Peppers. But I just... it, it, it's funny. They're, they're so goaded that it's almost like you yeah. almost just shrug it off just because we're such like yeah. such music nerds. Like we immediately, we start from the bottom of the list and work right. our way up because it's like we know some of the small font people yeah. that it's like we, we don't even touch on something like a Chili Peppers. Right. Despite the fact that it's like it's a fucking red hot chili peppers, man. Right. Like 15-year-old like me would be crazy right now seeing seeing yeah. like how much I was so into into them. But then you also lose oh, it because yeah. they're so like they're not so old, but they're old, older to where you just feel like the show's not gonna be like what they could have done 10 years ago. That's so it's fear. almost a, a premature letdown of like, uh, he's not moving so well up there. <laughs> you know, maybe you should put his shirt back on, you know. Put your shirt uh, back on. Yeah. Like, but but if they show up wearing nothing, just put a sock over their junk. Yeah. Then then it maybe it's be. the old. It'd be the 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 old Chili Peppers. Yeah. It, it's just, gonna be like a compression sock or something like that. Right. <laughs> but I was gonna say you can see them backstage like rubbing Ben Gay like all over themselves just to kind of like premature like just like ah, I don't want to feel it tomorrow. Allergy medicine and inhalers and all the other stuff comes along with being old. 